from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Tis I, Graham, VK4, Baker Baker with the national news from the WIA for week commencing September 6, 2020. And... Received a little late for last week's news are a couple of space stories that must have been delayed by the time-space conservative relativity principle, the CRP. One was the launch September 2 of Vega rocket VV-16, scheduled to leave Kourou with 53 satellites on board. One of the satellites said to be leaving was that Amakelsat satellite built by the CSUG, the Centre Spatial University of Grenobles. The measurements made by this satellite will be available to all and will allow radio amateurs to use them for propagation predictions. The other lost-in-space item was that of an ARIS contact scheduled for students at a college in Poland, September 1. This ARIS event was to have been a telebridge contact involving students and ISS Commander Chris Cassidy, amateur radio call sign KF5KDR. VK6MJ serves as the relay radio ground station for this event. Now in this week's news, quite a few director spots coming up. We'll hear from Vice President Lee Moyle. We'll hear from Scott, one of our newest WIA directors. And we'll hear from Roger Harrison with more on this time, the very next edition of Amateur Radio magazine. And good to see in the rarefied air of Jim Boomba, finally Australia Post got that magazine through to us, even though it had been in the local news agency for nigh on three weeks. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK5, it can be heard on 7.177 lower sideband using the 3DV1600 mode at 10am Central Standard Time. I'm Charlie, VK5 Kilo, Delta Kilo. Hi there, this is Scott Williams, VK3KJ, and this is my first time appearing on the broadcast as a WIA director. As recently announced, I joined the WIA board back in June, and it's my pleasure to be serving on the board representing the broad interests of the membership and this wonderful hobby. A little bit about me, I was first licensed at the age of 13 as VK3PNX and shortly thereafter sat and passed my advanced licence at the age of 14 and became VK3DUP when I turned 15. I was very active as a DXer, particularly on the low bands, however, stopped operating around the age of 19 and did not return to the hobby until just a few years ago under the core VK3KJ. Boy, how things have changed with the advancement of technology and particularly some of the modes of transmission. But what continues to be central to the hobby, and particularly for myself, is the wonderful opportunity it provides to engage with such a broad range of people from all corners of the world and the many lasting friendships that are made. For me also is the educational opportunity to continue to advance my knowledge, talk with subject matter experts and others, and share this knowledge, experience and wisdom In my consideration to join the board, what in particular attracted me was the notion that I could contribute to advance this wonderful hobby, to help make a difference and improve the value proposition to be a WIA member. I don't think there is one WIA director 
that would not acknowledge that there is a lot of work that needs to be done. Like me, many of these directors volunteer their time and effort solely to make the WIA a better organisation, to find ways that we can improve and harness all the feedback and views of the membership that enables us to deliver a better WIA to you, the member. That is easily said, and my last 11 years and current role is in association management, and it is a continuous improvement process to evolve the organisation, to consider new benefits and the broad representation of the organisation and how this should be directed, when and to what level. I know uh, there are some exciting announcements just around the corner as to new membership benefits and the finishing touches are occurring as we speak. I've had many WIA members contact me since joining the board and I've had some wonderful conversations. Thank you to many of you who have sent warm welcomes through. Common feedback I receive is how do we stop, suppress or control all the negative social media chatter, chatter that seems to go on daily, undermining the hobby and creating divide. That is certainly not the role of the WIA to act as a watchdog in the industry and challenge varying views. I personally think that robust discussion is always healthy, but my own personal view is when it involves personal attacks and borders on bringing the hobby into disrepute, that is a tremendous shame. Finally, after all the well-known delays with the AR magazine, and I know many of you have received it already, there appears to be further delays now with Australia Post to some parts of Australia. I'm still eagerly waiting for my copy to arrive on the outskirts of Melbourne, and I'm certainly looking forward to reading it. Our apologies once again to all. Stay safe and well and my very best regards in 73s from Scott, VK3KJ. I am Lee, VK3GK, WIA Vice President. I have some incredibly good news for all potential new hams studying for their foundation licence as they now have opportunity to study trial questions and answers online, just like the USA exam candidates have using Ham Study Online. The issue was recently discussed in depth at WIA board level And as a level three AMC assessor, the constant feedback from foundation exam candidates I get was relating to the difficulty in finding any foundation trial exams to test their readiness and confidence in sitting a successful foundation examination. The WIA board is pleased to announce that we now have made available and released the new WIA online foundation trial exams. Freely available to be used by all potential candidates on the WIA website. The WIA Board thank Robert Broomhead, VK3DN, and Mark Hillman, VK3OHM, for their experience in facilitating this request. Each trial exam consists of 25 questions, randomly selected from a vast question pool, with answers randomly arranged each time for the candidate. Incorrect answer choices are shown with the correct answer highlighted for reference. The WIA has received many requests of late from newly interested parties into where to find trial exams to help improve their success with their foundation licence studies. The WIA recommends purchasing the Foundation Manual, Revision 3, from the WIA Bookshop or from your local radio club. Don't forget to apply for your free 12-month WIA membership on successful completion of your exams and receipt of your new AOCP certificate. Details on the WIA website. The WA fully support and encourage you to study hard, be successful and enjoy your new hobby of amateur radio. 
To easily find the online trial exam page, just Google WIA Foundation Online Exams. After testing your readiness and feeling confident of passing, then head over to the AMC website and apply to sit your exam and or pick up an assessor from the assessor list. Otherwise, AMC will appoint one for you. Alternately, you can go to www.vea.org.au and register there and they will make it easy and do the initial AMC application for you. VEA have several AMC assessors within the group, including Level 3 assessors that are authorised to facilitate remote online exam sessions also. The WA Board have some exciting new initiatives coming shortly, so stay tuned. For now, 7-3, stay safe, and I'll see you on the bands. This is Lee, VK3GK. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine. The print run of issue number three rolled off the press on Wednesday last, on time, as scheduled. If you subscribe to the print copy of AR Magazine, keep an eye out for it in your letterbox real soon now. For members who subscribe to the digital edition... Likewise, keep an eye on your email inbox for a notification from the WIA that you can download your copy from the website. It is scheduled to land electronically real soon now. The early release of issue number two, ahead of the print copy, occasioned a spate of negative reactions from the clickerati across the Twitter sphere last month because Australia Post deliveries are erratic to not happening. Australia Post issues notwithstanding, the Institute copped the blame in some quarters. I myself have yet to receive my own print copy of issue number two. Okay then, let's get on to the good news. The cover feature of the coming issue, number three, is about surviving solar minimum. On the front cover, there's a picture of a spotless sun. It's naked. There's a lot of chatter on social media and on local contacts around the HF bands that DX is dead. But perhaps the naysayers should heed the philosophy of the wily old fisherman. It depends on patience and where you fish. Hence the feature article on the coming issue about surviving solar minimum. But no sooner was the issue sent to the printers than it was announced by respected solar scientists from one of the world's foremost solar observatories that we likely passed through solar minimum last December. That's an excuse for another article on propagation. Articles large and small are being prepared for issue number four. If you plan to write an article or have written one that you would like to see published this year, get cracking. This has been AR Magazine Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH for VK1WAA News. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART. Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We begin this week with news from New Zealand, position paper on new spectrum band for RPAS. 
The New Zealand regulator RSM, in conjunction with the Civil Aviation Authority, have developed a position paper on opening up a new band of spectrum at 5 gigahertz for remotely piloted aircraft systems, RPAS commanded control. This paper looks at potential banned plans, as well as access regimes for RPAS that have flown under CAA's RPAS rules. Transatlantic contact on 144 MHz between the Canary Islands and the Caribbean. A tropo opening on 144 MHz on the 27th and 28th of August between the Canary Islands and the Caribbean. Several stations on the island of Tenerife managed to make successful contacts on FT8 and SSB with stations on Puerto Rico, Guadalupe and Martinique. Echo Alpha H Charlie X-Ray November managed to make at least two transatlantic contacts on SSB with Fox Mike 5 Charlie Sierra on Martinique and Fox Golf 8 Oscar Juliet on Guadalupe, a distance of approximately 4,800 kilometres. The contacts with Puerto Rico were in the region of 5,200 kilometres, which is a new distance record across the Atlantic. Amazingly, Echo Bravo 1 Delta Juliet in the northwest of Spain reports that he got one single decode of the FT8 signal from Kilo Papa 4 Echo India Tango in Puerto Rico, a distance of just over 6,000 kilometres. Long distance TV. Carl, Mike 1, Bravo Sierra India, writing in the RSGB's The Last Word tells how he used to be an enthusiastic TV DXer back in the early 1990s. As any operator who works the 6 metre band is aware, transatlantic propagation above 40 MHz, although generally uncommon, does happen. Be it multi-hop sporadic E, or when the solar cycle is in our favour, F2 propagation. Of interest is a four-minute clip of BBC television reception made in New York during November 1938. This would have been from Alexandra Palace on Channel A1, whose video frequency would have been 45 megahertz. Mike 1, Bravo Sierra India, says Andrew Emerson, an enthusiast, spent five years tracking down the recording, believed to be the only surviving example of pre-war high-definition British television. To the USA now, ARRL Board of Directors has elected David Minster, November Alpha 2 Alpha Alpha of New Jersey, as ARRL's new Chief Executive Officer, starting September 28. Building a culture of accomplishment and accountability is what I do best, David said. My initial focus will be working with the Board on establishing strategic goals and concrete plans to navigate ARRL through the digital transformation required for the coming decades of its second century. This includes exciting and innovative ways to be engaged in amateur radio while growing activity and membership. FCC proposes charging amateur radio licence fees. In the USA, amateur radio licences are, unlike ours here in Australia, free of charge. But now the FCC is proposing imposing a charge of $50 for a new licence or a renewal. This charge could act as a deterrent to young people wishing to get started in the hobby and adversely affect retirees and those on low incomes. The FCC's notice of proposed rulemaking says... Several services in the personal licences category will be subject to new fees. One such example is amateur radio service licences, which are not listed on the fees schedule in Section 8 of the Act, but are now subject to fees under the broader mandate of the Rayborms Act. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW.
You are listening to the weekly amateur radio news service from VK1 WIA. However, in the Upper Spencer Gulf region of VK5, you may be watching a visual adaptation of the news at 7pm local via the VK5 RDC digital amateur television repeater or on the stream at batc.org.uk forward slash live forward slash VK5BD. This has been Bevan. Victor Kilo 5, Bravo Delta. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Ham Radio Operational News, it's contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4 of UQ. One month ago, Oceania Contest. Voice from 0600 hours UTC Saturday October 3 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0600 hours UTC Saturday October 10 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 11. CQLYDXSSB, October 24-25. CQLYDXCW, November 28-29. December 6-8, 160 metres worldwide. December 14-15, 10 metres worldwide. Ted Power Moral Dex Challenge. Four award periods each three months starting in January of each calendar year and two categories in the contest. Most Wanted and Top 5. Top 5, you try and work the five most wanted DXCC entities. Most wanted to work the most wanted DXCC entity. The DX entities in play are those most wanted during those three month windows. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. DX window London Air Ambulance GB1 LAA. This year's International Air Ambulance Week takes place between the 5th and 13th of September, with a focus on supporting and generating donations for flying medical services around the world. The event covers two weekends giving amateurs a great chance to get involved and support the event. Listen for GB1 LAA but QSL via M0HEM. 200th anniversary of the arrival of British settlers in South Africa on Thursday the 7th of September 1820. ZS1820S. The call sign has been heard around the world and throughout South Africa, landing a special QSL card in the inbox for many amateurs. Monday the 7th of September marks the arrival of the British settlers to the day. To commemorate this a field station at the iconic Donkin Reserve in Port Elizabeth. Everyone contacting the station will get a special QSL card in their email. Not just the normal ZS1820S card either, but one marking the special day. A card from a special event station for a special event. While propagation is what it is, SSB from 0400 hours until 0900 hours UTC on 80, 40 and 20 metres, as conditions dictate. 9M63MJ is a special event call sign for the 63rd Malaysia Independence Day celebrations and is on the year until the 16th of September 2020. QRV on 10 to 80 metres in CW, SSB and digital. Battle of Britain, 80th anniversary. Royal Air Force Amateur Radio Society, RAF, ARS members are now operating GB80, BAB. For the 80th anniversary of the Battle of Britain with the final touchdown, 28th of September. Greece. Up in the air until September 30 is SX1 AFM, celebrating 70 years of the Hellenic Air Force History Museum. Aruba. Members of the Aruba Amateur Radio Club are QOV with special event call P42WW this month of September to commemorate the end of World War II. QSL via P41G. Chile. CB33M until October 13 commemorates the 10th anniversary of the August 2010 landslide in a mine in the north part of Chile, where 33 miners, hence the call sign 33M, were trapped for three months until their rescue. 
QSL via the personal address given in the text edition of this show, WIA National News Service. Hungary. Still on track till December the 1st is HA70MAV from Budapest, celebrating the 7th anniversary of the Hungarian Railway. Activities on the various HF bands, QSL via LOTW. Denmark. OZ200EM is on the air until the end of the year, honouring the memory of Hans Christian Osted, who discovered the principle of electromagnetism 200 years ago. QSL via OZ1ACB. Hong Kong. Special call sign VR2HK90 is QRV until May 31, 2021, to celebrate the 90th anniversary of the Hong Kong Amateur Radio Transmitting Society. QSL via VR2HK. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News and Wireless Weather. Well, spring has sprung and we've had some fairly warm weather already in parts, but certainly not as hot as our first topic's location, where the sun is swallowing a comet, which is diving into the sun. As you might expect, it's not going too well for the comet. Cameras on the Solar and Heliospheric Observatory, or SOHO, are recording the comet's last moments now, including the deconstruction of the comet's icy core into a boulder-strewn trail. SOHO has discovered thousands of the comets, known as Kreutz sun grazers, and tiny ones dive-bomb the sun almost every day. This fragment is bigger and brighter than usual, however. Visit spaceweather.com August 27 for more information and movies. On to our special interest groups now, and females in radio, and in this case, also in space. Astronaut and radio amateur Jeanette Epps, KF5QNU, has joined the Boeing CST-100 Starliner 1 crew for a mission to the International Space Station. She joins fellow crew members Sonita Williams, KD-5PLB, and Josh Casada, KI-5CRH, on the first operational crewed flight of Starliner. The six-month expedition is planned to launch to the ISS in 2021, following NASA certification after a successful uncrewed orbital flight test 2 and crew flight test with astronauts. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, CubeSat Challenge seeks to inspire and prepare students. The U.S. Department of Education has launched CTE mission CubeSat, a national challenge to inspire students to build technical skills for careers in space and beyond. High school students from across the USA are invited to design and build CubeSat prototypes, or satellites that aid in space research, bringing space missions out of the clouds and into the classroom. U.S. Secretary of Education said this is such an exciting way to rethink education and get students engaged in hands-on learning in the growing aerospace and technology fields and looks forward to seeing the innovative prototypes students develop and hope this challenge inspires our next generation of American space explorers. Investors predict that space will be the next trillion-dollar, that's trillion-dollar industry, and as missions in space continue to expand, so do the career opportunities. This multi-phase challenge offers high school students across the United States the chance to build CubeSat prototypes while learning creative, collaborative and technical skills for 21st century careers.
and even more space news, with NASA JPL providing a web application, Eyes on the Solar System, to track the Mars 2020 mission. Fully interactive, Eyes on the Solar System doesn't just let you track perseverance in real time as it travels to the red planet. Dozens of controls on pop-up menus allow you to customise not just what you see from far away to right on board. Find out more about the Mars 2020 Perseverance spacecraft via the link in the text edition of this week's News You Can Trust at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers. Let's throw the mic over to Clive now with the latest RAOTC News. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW, reminding you that the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's September Bulletin goes to air tomorrow. This month, as well as an expanded club news segment, we have three interesting items for you, namely the big rebroadcast, the Geiger counter, and a most influential film. Everyone's most welcome to tune in tomorrow and to join in the callbacks afterwards. Now, an important announcement for WA members only. The Tuesday luncheon meetings at the Basie have been resumed, with the next one scheduled for Tuesday, September the 8th. Eastern States listeners are advised that there are now two 20-metre transmissions tomorrow. The first is at 00 hours UTC from Catherine in the Northern Territory, beamed southeast, and the second an hour later at zero one hundred hours and the second an hour later at zero one hundred hours UTC beamed north from Melbourne, both transmissions are on fourteen decimal one five zero megahertz. Victorian listeners are reminded that at ten AM Victorian time, Steve VK three HK will be transmitting the bulletin on forty meters on seven decimal one four six megahertz. Broadcast times for WA listeners remain unchanged. Time doesn't permit me to list all the broadcast times and frequencies throughout Australia, but as well as the regular FM and HF broadcasts tomorrow, we now have new transmissions on digital mobile radio, on D-Star and via Echolink. Full details can be found on the RAOTC website www.raotc.org.au or just Google RAOTC and click on Broadcasts. Because of these changes, I would urge all listeners to visit the RAOTC website and check the latest information for your area. If none of the broadcast times suit you, you can download the current audio file from the RAOTC website at any time as from today. Once again, please check the RAOTC website for your local transmission schedule, tune in tomorrow or download the file for the September bulletin, and we look forward to hearing your call sign in the callbacks afterwards. Stay safe and 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thank you, Clive. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Yota Foundation adds Young Contester to its board. Amateur Radio Newsline is reporting how the Worldwide Radio Operators Foundation has added a prominent young amateur from Germany to its board of directors. Philip Springer, DK6SP, is a member of the Youth Working Group of IARU Region 1 and a lead planner for the Youngsters on the Air Team Germany program. Philip was among the well-ranked contesters at the WRTC 2018 in Germany as part of Team Y82D. The Foundation's chairman, Tim Duffy, praised the selection of Philip and said he was encouraged by the youthful enthusiasm he brings to the hobby. 
That's it for this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. I'm Cole, VK3GTV, and I hope you can enjoy some sunshine. Even for many of us, for now, that may just be in our own backyards. 2020 social scene, Miana QSO muster. Saturday, October 24, will be the Miana QSO muster. This one-time event will be held at the Great Lake Community Hall. This will be an informal day, so Tassie Hams bring along the XYLs, partners, in fact, anyone who'd enjoy a day out. Also, if you want to have a car boot, pre-love swap and go, then bring along your pre-loved and swap gear. Registration will be at the door for name tags and hand sanitation, and they can take well over 100 people, with the restrictions now lifted at this VK7 venue, with plenty of room for distancing. In VK4, there's four coming up, Chark AGM, Lake Maraboon, September 25 to 27, the Tark Christmas Lights Tour, Friday the 18th of December from 7pm. The Tark Christmas Party, Sunday the 13th of December from 2pm. And the Rocky Amateur Radio Club's Annual Dinner, Saturday, November 21. Then in 2021, Tark Australia Day Long Week Radio Camp, Thursday afternoon the 21st to Tuesday afternoon the 26th of January. Wyong Field Day, still tentative, February 28. Alara Meet 2021, Bendigo in VK3, October 1 to 4. And in November 2021, the Mayana Ham Fest. That's the biennial Ham Fest. So now, till we next meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Stay smart, stay safe, and walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.